for being with us again, another one of our worship services. And regardless of what the NFL may say and what they may do, it's still the Lord's day. Amen. And it's good that we can still see the importance of the Lord's day to continue to hang on, be faithful, and be steadfast. One day, the Super Bowl ain't gonna matter. Right. One day, all of the shenanigans and uh, the hype and the hoopla and all of these other activities and things that are going on, they're gonna pass away with the world. Amen. But what's going to make a difference is how have we lived our lives? What did we put before God? What did we see of the utmost importance in our lives while we lived on this earth? Now, those are some things we need to consider before we close our eyes. Amen. Because the truth of the matter is, as the old preacher from Ecclesiastes said, the conclusion of the whole matter is, fear God. Keep his commands. For this is the whole duty of man. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 18, Proverbs chapter 18, the Bible says something, and this scripture has always fascinated me. And uh, older I got and the longer I remained married and from listening to other people, I said, man, if I didn't know for a fact that God couldn't lie, I would say that's something wrong with this passage. Yeah. Let me clarify what I'm saying. So often and many times you hear married couples talking about the, the trouble and the, the hardships and the things they have to go through and everything. Yeah. But then you read, it says, whoso findeth a wife, yeah. findeth a good thing, yeah. and obtaineth favor of the Lord. I said, well, if there's so much struggling, so much work to be done in a marriage. What's the good thing? <laughs> but you know what? No, I can't lie. Amen. And God knows what he's talking about. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 3. Matter of fact, Proverbs chapter 2, I'm sorry. Some passages over in chapter 2. It talks about a particular type of woman. And it just defines her as being strange. Mm -hmm. The strange woman. Verse 16 said, to, to deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger with flattery, with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her mouth, of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death, and her paths unto the dead. Listen to this, man. Y'all listen to me? Listen to me. Oh, yeah. 
None that go unto her return again. Neither take they hold of the paths of life. She's not only a strange one. She's a deadly one. Right. The Bible said, none that go unto her return again. Neither take they hold of the paths of life. So when you stop and think about it, and the amazing thing that I, I laugh about about people. People don't like to talk about the sensual and the, the, the intimacy stuff about marriage and the, the, the law of nature. God designed man to be attracted to the woman and the woman attracted to the man. Amen. But as natural as that is, People don't like to talk about that. But believe it or not, there is a powerful driving force that dwells among us every day. And it's called sex. It's called sex. And when you stop and think about this thing, how is it that something that can rob you of your soul mm -hmm. by fooling around with the wrong person yeah. can also be sanctified and justified by God in marriage? Yeah. I'm, I'm hollering at the meeting today. This, this, this is my follow-up to the meeting. The Bible said, he who findeth a wife, yeah. findeth a good thing, yeah. and obtaineth favor of the Lord. <laughs> Whether you want to admit it or not, marriage can be as wonderful or we can make it miserable. <laughs> but one thing for certain, it can keep you from the strange woman. Amen. It can keep you from the strange woman. And let me tell you, there are a lot of strange women Amen. You don't have to pursue them. They will pursue you. Amen. He Whosoever or whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, yeah. and obtaineth favor of the Lord. So often and many times, we don't want to talk about and discuss about the, the, the importance of sex in marriage. Mm -hmm. And I say in marriage because that's where God put it. Amen. Amen. That's where God put it. Yeah. And there are so many obstacles that we as men can overcome and don't have to trouble ourselves about by finding us a good thing. A wife. Now I know what you're saying, but Paul said I would that you abide even as I. And you know what? That's fine, well, and great. Yeah. I 
just tend to believe that there aren't that many Pauls walking around. Amen. With the stuff and the sights that you see going around in this world. I'm not saying it's impossible to be seen and live God. I'm just, I'm just simply saying. That's a challenge. And if you don't have a made-up, focused mind, mm -hmm. you could end up in the arms of a strange woman. Amen. And that's real, folks. Amen. And, and that could go both ways, male and female. That's right. That goes both ways. But we need to understand this thing is real. Amen. Sex isn't dirty. Un unless you utilize it in a way that God didn't sanction it. Right. Amen. And we, we need to, parents, in our home, we need to discuss it with our children. Amen. I would rather be a parent and talk about it to my own child than to leave it up to the internet yeah. or YouTube or somebody else. That's right. But back to this passage about finding a good thing right. and obtaining favor of the Lord. Brothers, you may say, it was a good thing. It used to be a good thing. But I don't know about that now. Now there's more of a headache or a pain than a good thing. Well, I tend to go with what the Word of God says. And you have to be honest with yourself, man. What have I done for it to not be a good thing? Right. We talked about last Sunday morning and evening to the wives. So I'm just being fair. Right. What have I done? What have I done for that good thing to stop being a good thing? Right now. Some say they compare their marriage to the sour patch king. Uh -huh. But the only difference, you do it in reverse. It used to be sweet, but now it's sour. You know, sour patch candy it, is sour. Then it turns sweet. What have I done to allow this marriage to become so sour? I haven't done nothing. Well, maybe that's part of the problem. You haven't done anything. Right. You, you, ever, you ever been around a barrel outdoors or burn a fireplace in your house? And you use real wood? I ain't talking about gas. I'm talking about burn real wood. After you start the fire, does it burn on its own barrel? What do you have to do? You have to keep putting some more wood in there to keep it burning, right? Yeah. 
another log on the fire. Huh? When was the last time you looked at the situation to make sure, look, why I'm complaining about her, have I really given all that I can to find the fulfillment and find the good thing that I once believed in because if you didn't believe it was a good thing, why did you marry? That's right. There was something going on and whether it was fornicating or whether it was something you ain't had no business doing or whatever, you liked it. Right. And you enjoyed it enough that you said, man, I'll spend the rest of my life with this woman. Amen. And you said, I do. That's the reality, folks. Yes, sir. Things just don't turn sour on its own. Something has to be held back. Something has to be contaminated for it to turn from what brought you into this marital relationship that now you can see yourself wanting to get out of. I'm just saying this evening that God's word don't lie. Amen. Amen. And I know, I know, marriage is nothing simple. It requires commitment. It requires denying yourself. It requires keeping God first in everything. Amen. Because the truth of the matter is, if I didn't fear God, if I didn't love God, believe it or not, you wouldn't stay in. That's right. That's right. If I didn't fear the wrath of God and I didn't fear the judgment of God, you know what? I would just walk away and say, you know what? I don't care. But what happened? What happened? I can't answer the question to your marriage relationship. Yeah. But I just want you to stop and think about it. It's easy to point out what somebody else haven't been doing, what they're still not doing. And you may be right in some regards or respect that they're not doing what they're supposed to do. But I'm saying as men, we also need to check ourselves. Amen. 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 That's right. And make sure that if the marriage isn't where I would love for it to be, if that sweetness isn't sweet anymore, did I change up the formula? What is it that I could have possibly done? And maybe not even realizing that I have done something different not realizing how it has impacted her or caused her to change. I mean, we could sit and play the blame game all day and night. But what we need to do is come back to the table and put God back in the conversation. 
and look at ourselves and examine ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Before you begin to put the blame for any abnormalities or dysfunction, always check out self. Amen. And not only just check ourselves, we need to ask ourselves, what more can I do? Right. So, well, brother, man, it don't matter what I do. She's going to complain. She's going to Well, you know what? Your goal is to keep favor with God. Amen. Your goal is to continue in that relationship with God. Yeah. You don't cut your blessings off because somebody else don't want that. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. If I'm called to be a leader, I need to lead. Amen. Amen. If my wife still just don't want to act right, I still need to be an example. Amen. Amen. And especially if I got children in the house, because my son needs to see. Even though my dad might not be overwhelming happy, he didn't walk out. Amen. He hung in there. Yeah. He still loved God enough to stay in it. How are you going to teach a child to persevere and to hang in, hang in there when what they see you do is give up? <laughs> That's right. That's right. She is a good thing. Yeah. When you stop and consider, oh man, there's some stuff out there. Yeah. There's some, there's, there's some trouble out there that that strange woman could bring into your life and it will affect you the rest of your life. Amen. Amen. That's right. If she don't kill you. <laughs> she is a good thing. Amen. And if you can't find no other reason to define her and see her as a good thing, you should be able to recognize that you're honoring God and doing what God has told you to do, that he might be glorified. And you know what? Whether she understands it's still a good thing or not, you're doing what God said. Amen. Amen. That God may be glorified. Amen. Hopefully, prayerfully down the road, she will recognize that, you know what? If this man keep living, praising God, doing right by God, why am I acting the way I'm acting? Right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing for your soul. Amen. It's a good thing for your soul. Why you dwell here on this earth? Right. One day marriage ain't gonna matter. Yeah, right. As how we see it, husband and wife. Yeah. One day, it won't matter. That's right. Because it won't be in any ever. Amen. Amen. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in hell. Some of y'all have to tell me about it. <laughs> I don't plan on going there. <laughs> and I don't accept collect <laughs> But, Men, brothers, 
Let's believe that the word of God is true. Amen. Amen. Let's continue to hold fast to it. Regardless of what troubles we go through, regardless of what difficulties we may find ourselves going through with our lives and everything, let's keep our favor with God. Amen. Amen. Because if we mistreat her, we run the risk of our prayers not being answered. Amen. Amen. Even in the regards that she may get on the nerves. <laughs> Guess what? Praise God anyway. Amen. Amen. She could be that strange woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Bible said, men don't return. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. They don't return. That's powerful right there. Mm -hmm. And one victim after another. She finished one, she go to another. Just like that black widow spot. Jeff, she mate with him, and he hang around thinking, I'm the man. <laughs> and the next thing you know, she latch on to him and paralyze him and wrap him up in the web so that when she hatch her eggs, his own children eat it. Think that's something? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so think about that when you're tempted by the next strange woman. <laughs> it, it should scare you enough to say, I want to go home. <laughs> Because losing your soul is far worse That's right. than being wrapped up in a web right. and eaten by your own children. <laughs> Avoid that strange woman. Amen. Man, she'll bat her eyes. She'll spruce up her lips. Amen. She'll book her eyes. Mm -hmm. What about it? Don't look in her eyes. Don't look in her eyes. Man, God designed a woman. God, man, let me tell you. Most women don't even understand how powerful they are. That's right. That's right. Amen. That's right. I'm all for a woman using all her charm on her husband. Amen. But that that type of stuff that God contributed to a woman. Mm -hmm. He ain't got no better using that outside of man. Amen. Amen. It needs to stay where God sanctified Amen. And if both are doing their part, you come to realize why the Bible say, whoso findeth a wife. Yeah. Yeah. Findeth a what? A good thing. Yeah. And what's the last part? And favor with the Lord. Yeah. Because you know what? You come to the point in life, nobody on the outside matters. 
Christ. Amen. 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 Nobody. Amen. Because this is real, folks. Yes, it is. Somebody, somebody looking at your husband at work. Somebody looking at your wife at work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you go, it's, it's somebody out there pursuing. Amen. And now you even got the same sex pursuing the same sex. Amen. Bad enough, you got to be on the lookout for the strange woman, but you got to look out for the strange man too now. <laughs> It's reality, folks. Yes, it is. It's reality. But let's stay true to God's word. Amen. Amen. I said last Sunday, I'll say again this Sunday. Our single people need some examples right here in the church. Amen. Of, of abounding marriages, of happy marriages. Amen. Yeah. They need some examples right here in the church that when they grow up and they think about and consider getting married, they should be able to look among us and say, that's who I would love for my marriage to pattern after and be like. Mm -hmm. They need some examples from among us. Amen. Amen. Not Hollywood. Right. Not Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm. right. Not Cardi B. Right. Right here among us. Amen. Amen. That they can believe and know that the word of God is true. Amen. Not just because they read it, but they can see it. Amen. Amen. That's all I have this evening. Brothers, let's check ourselves. Amen. Amen. Let's check ourselves. I said this morning, God created that woman. And brothers, nobody know her better. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Amen. So if you want to have some peace in your life, <laughs> you want to extend your life, <laughs> you better do it the way God say do it. Amen. Yeah. Or else, you just go and sign your death certificate because <laughs> it's going to end soon. Yeah. It's going to end soon. Amen. I told a joke the other week. My wife didn't find it that funny. <laughs> I said, you know why married men who can't hear live longer than men who can hear? Anybody know why? Because they don't hear it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> they don't hear it. Amen. The ones who hear, they drive them crazy. Some of y'all get the best here. Some of y'all still struggling. Or some of look, some of the wife looking at her child. You Lisa, they like my son. Lisa can't talk. Doctor's orders. So I get in there all I can. Doctor even told her, don't go to work tomorrow. Said, be quiet. All weekend. What a weekend. What a weekend. I haven't even answered test messages. No. But let's 
we can do. Amen. Right. To be more godly. To be better husbands. Yeah. Be better examples. Amen. We owe it. We owe it. We always say we owe it to our children. We owe it. No, we owe it to God. Amen. We owe it to God. Amen. That we don't cheat him out of being glorified. Amen. Right. By demonstrating his word is true. <coughs> he didn't make us marry anybody. Amen. So if we were willing to do it, let's use the formula he gave us to make this thing work. Amen. It's easy to walk away. Amen. It's easy to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. You don't take no courage to do that. That's right. But let me tell you, it says something about a person when they hang in there. That's Amen. right. When they work at it. Yeah. When they say, you know what, I want this thing to work. I'm just not willing to give up that easy. Yeah. Let me tell you, that, that, takes, that takes something in a person. Yes, it does. To want God to get his love. Amen. So, brothers, let's get on board. Amen. Let's get on board. You may, you may say, well, I haven't been doing anything wrong. Well, if you ain't been doing anything wrong, let's just do more of what you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Just add a little bit more. Yeah. Is that all right, ladies? Well, you know what? See, that can't, can't please some of them at all. But that's all right. I kept my word. I kept my word. We can make it work, folks. Philippians 4.13. I can do what? Through who? That what? That strengthens me. And we have the form to do it God's way. Do it God's way. What's our song? 6.33. 6.33 is our invitation song. And this invitation is for you who haven't accepted and obeyed the gospel call. That you may be part of this <coughs> priesthood, that you may be part of this peculiar group of people that have seen God higher than anything or anybody else in this world. Because we know he's an awesome God. This invitation is for you, that you may give your life to Christ. All things will be washed away. Remit As you move forward, all things become new. That occurs in your obedience and being baptized for the remission of sin. Will you accept this offer today? You can't go to God's heaven on your own terms. You have to do it according to his terms. Let's do it today while it's yet still. Call today. 6.33 is the song. Come on, let's do it, brother. Let us together stand. Let us sing.